0: I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate 9-to-5-er turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our 9-to-5s to to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way. But it wasn't always easy and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today. A business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. So on this channel, I love sharing different strategies and practices for real estate businesses. I I really geek out over marketing and systems and lead gen and social media and all kinds of good stuff. But this is actually things that I am finding from my own real estate business. Now, some of you are surprised sometimes to learn that I'm I'm still a producing real estate agent wait a minute i am here i am in phoenix arizona always happy for your referral but (laughs) over here i'm still working with buyers and sellers with my business partner and husband bryce every single week i'm sharing basically what we're experimenting with in the field right here on the channel and so i thought today it would be fun to put together a quick list of the rules that took our business from zero to top 1%. So we are top 1% producers here in our market. There's a lot of competition. There are over 45,000 active licensees in my area alone. So I know all about competing with other real estate agents, but I also believe that there's enough business for everybody and we are a product of that. We sell a lot of homes, we do a lot of good. We love our business and we're really grateful for what we've created, but it didn't happen by accident. Accident. So I wanna share with you some of the things that really helped us transform from clueless newbies to top 1%. I'm gonna share five rules with you, and then I have one bonus rule, so it's gonna be a total of six, and I can't promise that I won't remember another one here or there, but we're gonna start with those six and then go from there. Rule number one for our top 1% real estate business, we don't have to work with everybody. At some point, we realized that we were chasing leads and people who had no intention of working with us, who didn't respect us, didn't honor our time or boundaries, and just altogether, we're not a good fit. And we we learned at one point that we're just not going to be the real estate agents for everybody. Because if we're the real estate agents for everybody, we're not the compelling reason for anybody to hire us, right? Like we're not the one agent for any one group of people. And that's actually really important when it comes to attraction-based marketing. You do kind of have to carve out your niche so people understand why they're hiring you over your competition. And once we really embraced that rule it became way easier to say no to people who we knew were going to waste our time and yes to people who we knew we could go all in for because they would send us all of their friends and family as referrals after a great experience. Rule number two, it's not their job to remember what we do. So a lot of times I talk about database marketing on this channel. Our databases are probably our number one lead source Social media is an extension of that, but really we want to be a referral-based business. That's kind of the dream for any realtor. No one wants to have to pay for their business. No one wants to deal with crappy conversion and long follow-up. You just want people to come to you and be excited to work with you, right? That's a referral-based business. But what we found after a couple of years of growing and developing our database from scratch was that it's not their job to remember what we do for a living. And I, I, tell this all the time to real estate agents who I'm coaching, who are afraid of being salesy spammy to their people, who are afraid of showing up in their inbox or reaching out to them too often because, oh, I already told them that I'm a real estate agent or I posted it on Facebook that I'm in the business. That's fine. But it's if you are expecting to get referrals from your friends and family and your sphere of influence, it is not their job to remember that you're a real estate agent when somebody comes to them asking for a referral. The more that you are top of mind, the the more that you're serving them and showing up in good faith to just be a part of their lives, the more excited and easy it's going to be for them to actually refer you from there. So I always love sharing that as a perspective that it's not anybody's job to remember what you do for a living. It's your job to remind them. Rule number three, Don't blame the market. I remember when I told my family that I was leaving my corporate finance nine to five to go into real estate. And everyone's biggest concern was, what if there's another crash? What if there's another recession? Like, what if, what if, the market? And (laughs) I mean, I act that way now because, I have that reaction now because what, what I have found after eight years in the business is that people are always gonna be buying and selling. Like People are always going to need help with their real estate needs. It's gonna look different depending on the market, but there's always gonna be somebody in the market needing help. You don't get to blame the market for your business not responding to the needs of the moment. As a real estate agent, your job is to understand where your ideal clients are in the cycle of home ownership and design thoughtful solutions that are going to meet them where they're at. And I truly believe that this is why we've been so successful in our real estate business. We've been able to pivot and evolve and change and grow with the market. When we got into the business, listings were sitting on the market for six months at a time, right? There were buyers everywhere. You could buy a home for practically nothing. Over time that changed and and we saw this crazy seller's market emerge, we we saw things change over time and and years from now it's going to be an entirely different market again right so so you you don't get to really blame the markets for how your business is responding to that you have to preemptively respond to changes in the markets and you have to be able to forecast that by watching the data and talking to your people and understanding how you can serve them where they're at Rule number four is to always value relationships over vanity metrics. So when we got into the real estate business, we had no database, we had no connections, we had no clue what we were doing at all. (laughs) I look back to that first year and it was so challenging. And while we did earn six figures that year and we we replaced our corporate finance nine to fives, we did the thing. I remember getting to the end of the year and and looking at the new year and thinking, how are we going to? going to do that again. How do we how do we start from scratch because that's what it felt like. You know, we had nothing to show for it after having a full year in the business. And what we found was we had to create relationships. We had to create a database. And I and I remember asking Bryce just randomly um, a, a couple of weeks ago. I said, "What were we doing during those early days in real estate? What were we doing during our first couple of years before we were just super busy with clients just coming to us?" And he was like, "Well, don't you remember?" we networked, we constantly went went and met with other people. We were constantly around people and trying to meet people and going to different events. And some were real estate related, some were entrepreneurship events, some were just community events, but we were constantly out there trying to meet people. And I said, oh my gosh, that's right. And he said, that is actually how we got our first listing. So the way we got our first listing when we were two or three months in the business was we met an investor at a brokerage networking event and we just hit it off with him, created a great relationship. And right there on the spot, he asked us to list a property that he had flipped, but he didn't feel comfortable because he had so much ownership in the property. He didn't feel comfortable representing it himself. We have created so many cool opportunities in our business by meeting people and putting ourselves in the position to grow and cultivate relationships. And so we never worried about followers when it came to social media. We worried about who we were connecting with on social media and whether or not we were taking those conversations offline and and into real life. So so I think that that's another really important thing to remember. And it also comes down to the number of leads you're generating because sometimes leads can be a vanity metric as well. Because who cares how many leads you're generating if you can't convert any of them? Because you do a really poor job of connecting with the person on the other line. (laughs) And so remember, relationships are always going to be more valuable than vanity metrics. The followers, the leads, the number of deals you have, it doesn't matter if you're not actually turning those into relationships that can create more opportunities down the line for you. Rule number five. Don't take anything personally. So every uh, week we have two group coaching calls in the Market Authority Academy. They are so fun. And we kick off each coaching call with wins from the group. Everybody shares a win that they're celebrating or something they're grateful for. Vivian, I'll just do a quick shout out to Vivian. She's an incredible individual out of um, Tampa, Florida. And she converted a seller lead or or got an appointment with a seller lead that she had reached out to four. 14 times before they responded to her if i'm not mistaken which i could be sorry vivian but I, I feel like this might have been a youtube lead for her but i'm not i'm not totally entirely sure regardless this person came in at one point expressed intent to sell and she followed up followed up radio silence radio silence turns out this person was deployed. Like this was a person in the military who like literally physically couldn't get to their phone to respond to her and they did when the time was right for them and because she kept showing up and following up. And it made me think of so many times when I gave up on follow up in my earlier days after like the second call or text or the third call or text because I was afraid I was bugging them or because I I had just decided that they hated me or or they were trying to blow me off by not responding to them. But what I found in eight years of business is that it's never personal. Like people have a lot of things going on in their life. They have families, they have jobs, they have crises they have celebrations like there's stuff going on in people's lives and your call is not going to be the most important thing to them at any given moment they're going to get back to you when they're ready but that's why you always have to stay in front of them keep following up and stick to the process and i thought that that story of vivian finally getting in touch with that seller lead was so beautiful because Vivian's a newer agent. Like she hasn't been in the business as long as I have. And when I was a newer agent, I probably would have let that one go and lost a great opportunity for somebody who actually probably really needed amazing service like Vivian can give to him. And so I just think that that's, that's something that's always really important to remember. But number five, don't take anything personally. It almost never is. We're doing pretty good here. How are you liking these five five rules so far. Those were the core five rules that I have for you. So leave a comment below in the comments if any one of these really struck a chord with you. I would love to know if any of these like are speaking to you. I'm going to share a little bonus rule with you that is something that I think about all the time. This is a really good bonus rule. (laughs) This is actually a really hard one to narrow down, but I think the most, the most important rule that I will live by forever is that failure is a natural part of the innovation process. And I don't know if that's a quote or if I just made that up through time, but failure is a natural part of the innovation process. It is natural, it is good, it is to be expected because when you are putting yourself out there and trying new things and going through processes for the first time and and, and creating something from scratch, failure is not only inevitable, But it's natural. And if you think about that, how cool is that? It really relieves the burden of feeling like everything we have to do is perfect. And I, I see this constantly from real estate agents. Um, and, and myself included. I mean, I'm not exempt from any of these, um, any of these stories. But but when I'm talking to new real estate agents, a lot of times, they're afraid to put themselves in positions to actually have conversations with the public about real estate, which is the number one most important thing that you can do. Regardless of your experience level, you constantly have to be talking to the public because you need to understand what they think about the real estate market their challenges with buying and selling, like you have to get the data from the horse's mouth, right? A lot of times newer agents will hold themselves back from doing the things that they have to do because they're afraid of failing. They're afraid of saying the wrong thing or not knowing the answer to a question when really that is the environment. That's the arena where they're going to gain the most knowledge. This was something that Bryce and I really had to overcome personally. Bryce doesn't like failing. Bryce doesn't like being wrong. I don't like being wrong either, and he'll be the first one to tell you that. (laughs) But we had to learn over time that failing was a natural part of the process, and it was going to happen, and we had to expect it, and we had to just kind of embrace it. And every time we've Fail, we learn new things. And it was funny because we actually had a, a pretty significant fail recently. I don't even remember what it was at this point. I just remember being really bummed out a couple of months ago about something. And Bryce even mentioned to me at that point, he said, oh my gosh, we talk about failing all the time, but I'm so sick of failing through this business. I'm so... F- sick of like the process of failure just to learn to get on the other side of things and i had to kind of laugh because like he's saying this to me after we're almost eight years in business and we are still going through failures we're still going through new learnings and and challenges And I think that's just a natural part of this process. And so the sooner you learn to embrace it and expect it and accept it as part of that process, the sooner you can be empowered by that and actually create meaningful action and change from the lessons you learn from failure. Have I preached enough today? (laughs) I loved sharing this video with you because it's not often that I get to cut through strategy and really just speak from the heart. And these are lessons that I will take with me through the rest of my life. I think that being a business owner creates such a unique opportunity for, for learning and growing. And that's why I love my job so much. I love what I do every day. I wake up loving being in real estate, loving this industry, wanting to support my, my colleagues in this industry. And so I I hope that you found some, um, something that resonated here today. And if you did leave me a comment, I want to hear about it. And if you loved this video, do me a favor, will you share it with somebody who needs to hear this? So share this on your Facebook or share it on Instagram and tag me if you do for a little shout out. But I would love to kind of spread out this message because I think that these are rules that any real estate agent um, or any real estate professional can live by. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, keep on crushing it. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of The Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.